Yo, 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 Fly Perspectives. Before we start the show, I got to tell you about this dope travel ultimate carry-on bag by Muslim. It's a three-in-one travel backpack. It converts into a shoulder duffel bag. Meaning, you can wear that boy on your back like you're going to school with a backpack with your sack lunch. Or you can take that boy off and convert it to a shoulder bag like a duffel bag action. I know, right? You can't even wrap your head around it. It also has a padded laptop compartment, which fits your MacBook Pro, etc. A one-sided water bottle pocket. And also fit four to five sets of summer clothes, shoes, makeup bag, etc. That's the little travel bag. You got the bigger one, which does the same thing, the same features, but it fits more stuff. Oh, and I almost forgot. They got some dope-ass designs, my G. I got the little autumn backpack and the little forest backpack. Pretty much a match anything I'm wearing. So, get on over to Muslim. Dot com. That's M-U-Z-M-M dot com. Check out their great features. And you know what? They're, what they're going to do for the Fly Perspectives today, they're going to give you 20% off of your purchase. If the checkout enter code D-J-S-O-F-L-Y-Y, that's D-J-S-O-F-L-Y-Y, Muslim dot com, M-U-Z-M-M dot com, 20% off, discount code at checkout. DJ S O F L Y Y. Well, 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 well. Fly Perspective Podcast. Hello, baby. Starting out with some classic heat, baby. UGK. Fool, one day you here. You better give thanks. One day you're here, the next day you're gone. And then you're gone. Rest in peace, Pimp C. Classic man. Better tell your loved ones you love them when you got the chance, you know what I mean? Fly Perspective Podcast. Rolling out heat, baby. Straight heat. Let's go. One day. But now it look like when he come out, man, I'm going in So shit, I walk around with my mind blown in my own fucking zone Cause one day you're here, the next day you're gone Fly Perspective Podcast, it's your boy DJ SoFly We're on episode number 31 I really wanted to let that whole joint play out, man That UGK one day, definitely one of the classics down in the book Rest in peace, Pimp C 
Uh, he he ripped it up on that song too. So man, if you if you want to go down traffic, uh, not traffic, man. What I'm thinking about is uh, what four in the morning right now. Uh, if you want to go down classic rap lane, look up that UGK one day. Look up UGK period. Had a lot of dope ass hits. Um, man. Pimp C, one of the hardest. Bun B, one of the hardest. Speaking of Bun B, going to see him at the uh, Hip Hop of Legends tour. Uh, what is it? Uh, it's coming up this month here in St. Louis, Missouri, man. They got Juvenile on that thing. Bun B, Scarface, Too Short, uh, DJ Quick, 8-Ball MJG, uh, just to name a few. I love seeing classic shows. I love seeing concerts in general. Uh, definitely have to make time to do that thing, man. You got to live. Got to live, man. That that song right there, one day you hit it, next day you're gone. You know what I mean? It's just like, it's, it's real talk. And um, I don't mean to, to start, uh, you know, things off on a somber mood. But um, the other day, um, you know, uh, a classmate, a high school classmate of mine, uh, she went to high school with me Um she, her and her husband was killed in a car accident yesterday morning, and um, not gonna sit here and say I knew the girl personally or anything like that. But when, we, when I saw her, you know, it'd be a smile, a wave, hey, what's up, you know, that type of thing. And it's crazy. I just seen her like two weeks ago at, at the grocery store. We were in passing, and that was like the first time I had seen her probably since high school. And then I looked online and uh, saw that her brother put, you know, that she had passed, and it's just like, you know, it's sad, man. It, the, the 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 whole dynamic of that, you know, is it's true, you know, one day you hit it, next day you're gone, and, um, you know, the sad part, too, about it is, you know, they, uh, her and her husband left behind three kids, I believe that, yeah, they had three kids, left behind three kids, man, and it's, um, it's unfortunate, you know, may God be with the family, and my homeboy, um, you know, he's dating a woman, um, and, uh, her kid's father passed, uh, I want to say, like, two weeks ago, and, um, you know, these are young people, man, you know, but he he passed unexpectedly and he was also like a St. Louis promoter um, and uh, he was pretty popular uh, in, in different circles. I do remember him um, at, from the Palace Skating Rink from when I first started going there and I first started DJing there, you know, um, years ago. And, uh, you know, rest in peace to those individuals. Um, you know, it's just we can't really let a day go by where we don't really express to our friends and family um, to, you know, how much we you know how much they mean to us you know um it definitely hit home for me because i'm kind of like the middle liaison of my family like i'll check in with family members who really don't check in with other family members due to you know them having some type of beef or jump off situation you know i'll you know check in hey have you talked to so-and-so today have you talked to so-and-so uh, call so-and-so check in on them they said they ain't heard from you you know, and uh, I really need to do better myself as far as my immediate family on my dad's side. You know, I never was really too close with them. But, um, you know, I have a grandmother and grandfather on that side that, you know, I know. And uh, they're getting older, too, man, you know. And, uh, you know, you definitely don't want to um, think about the what if, you know, before it's too late, you know. And also just taking taking the risk and taking the proper precautions to just make sure you're living your life as well. You know, I, I think we kind of. Uh, we get into a, um, a, a days of just kind of routine. It's easy to get into a routine of just let me get up, go go to work, go do this, go do that. Oh, I'll put off doing this or put off living or having fun. No, man, you know, live life while you can live life to the fullest. Um, 
overheard somebody at work talking the other day about how you know um you know don't wait until you're retiring to to say you're going to live life because you may be 50 60 or, or plus and, and you may be all old and beat up and can't go do things that you want to do so that's why i believe in um living life to the fullest what you can you know what i mean take a trip go see the world man um uh, i was talking to a guy at work one time he was a young brother and he had told me that he had never been out of st louis and he was like 24 you know what I mean? I'm like, bro, if you get a chance, get out of St. Louis, go see a different perspective of life, see a different culture, see a different, you know, way of living, see a different city. You know what I mean? It's a lot to see in the world. You know what I'm saying? Um, so definitely um, that that song, definitely one day you hit the next day you're gone, you know, or you can maybe just have some unexpected situation happen in your life that would prevent you to be able to live yourself to the fullest. So I would definitely say you know, um, if you don't take anything else from this podcast, man, um, live your life to the fullest, you know, as you can, you know, um, within your means, of course. I ain't asking you to go out there and just take retarded ass risk <laughs> or nothing like that. But, you know, live your life to the fullest, man. Be happy. I think we have to um, treat ourselves as well. Uh, we work so hard and, you know, like me working, uh, I work hard for mine, you know what I mean? And and I, I feel like sometimes I get into a, a situation where I'm just in the motions and I'm not actually living or actually treating myself, you know. So uh, definitely, you know, live your life to the fullest. The other day, I was at work on my phone. I wasn't supposed to be, but I, I was catching up on some, some Netflix and some, some Hulu. By the way, I just got Hulu. Uh, you got any suggestions for me? Uh, let me know because I don't know what to look at on Hulu or Netflix because it's just way too many options. Like you'll be scrolling for a good five minutes or more just because it's like, oh, this may look good. And then you stop and like it's like, oh, this may be look good. Well, let me keep on going and seeing what else is out there. You know what I'm saying? And then by default, you just keep looking. I've, I've been in situations on Netflix where I've started something and it stopped because I'm like, ah, I don't know. Let me see what else is on. And it's like I keep going and being really, really indecisive. So. I got this Hulu uh, going popping. I got the Netflix popping, and it'd be hard to figure out. Like, I think what it is is Hulu is like network shows, some, and then um, Netflix is like a bunch of other shit, which is cool. Um, and it's like the end of the day, too, like the whole cable and um, direct TV and satellite, that's, that's going out the business because there's no point of somebody paying you $100 plus a month when they can get all the streaming services they want and see the same exact thing, unless they do something to where, and I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, y'all might be like, well, it's already created. Like, if DirecTV or, or, or Charter or whoever your cable or satellite provider puts up the same situation like Netflix or Hulu to where you can go on a platform and look at whatever had came out already previously that day without you having to DVR it. Like, you can just go in there and say, well, let me go to WeTV or whatever and, and go to such and such because that played earlier today at 5. You know, I don't know if that's out there or not, but that's the only way they can be able to compete, for real, because cable and, and satellite, that shit is high as fuck, man. You know, and, and, and half the time you got to realize, too, people not even at home long enough to even enjoy cable or satellite anymore. Like, only person I know that got that shit is my grandma. Oh, no, my boy Brian got it, too. But all he watches, like, sports channels or something. But, like, we ain't even at home long enough to even enjoy something you paying, like, $200 a month on. 
you know. So, um, but I got the Hulu, got the Netflix popping. I started watching on Hulu this crap called 90 Day Fiance, bruh. Oh, my God. Where do they find these people? It's kind of like Love After Lockup <laughs> that I was telling you about on the other show. That's hilarious, too. Shout out to Michael. He was playing two chicks on there. That shit's funny as hell. But 90 Day Fiance is where these people be finding these um, foreign chicks from overseas and then fall in love with them and decide that they want to marry them so they get a 90-day marriage visa, meaning they can come over here for 90 days and then get married. And if they don't get married within the 90 days, they have to go back to wherever they came from. So, of course, all these people on there, immediately you think, ding, 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 the chick is in it for to get an American citizenship. She's going to marry some bozo. And get an American citizenship. It's one guy on there. I forget his name. And oh, by the way, I'm on season one, okay? I know it's like a million seasons, guys. So if I'm talking about some shit y'all ain't heard about, you're like, oh, I already seen that. I don't care. Anyway, uh, there's one guy on there. He got a chick from Colombia. This chick was living in a place that didn't have running water, I think. It didn't have, um, like, uh, heat. It didn't have, like, heat. You know, all the the basic necessities we take for granted here in the United States that houses and stuff come with, she didn't have all that shit. Like, I don't think she's seen a a refrigerator, shit like that. So this fool was on there talking about how he had, like, uh, brought her over there, whatever, and she was a very pretty girl. She goes to get her hair done, and the lady that did her hair, like, set her up with an appointment to go do some modeling. Dude was salty as hell. One, because he knew that she was already strikingly beautiful. And two, he was insecure thinking, like, she's so fine that she'd fuck around and leave his ass. Which, I haven't finished the season, and I probably won't because I don't watch a lot of that stuff. But it just seems like down the line, she might fuck around and end up leaving, bruh. You know what I'm saying? Dude ain't got no swag. He, he kind of lame looking, honestly. You know? I hate to say that, man. But... <laughs> You know, it's, it's a chick that was way out of his league. He's instantly salty. He told her, you look too pretty when you model. I don't like it. And he was, like, dead serious, you know? But, yeah, check out that 90 Day Fiance. That shit's funny as hell. I looked at uh, Hip Hop of Atlanta. No, Growing Up Hip Hop of Atlanta or something. And they had Bow Wow on there. And he's acting like he's got short man syndrome because he's running around and they're talking about he's beefing with somebody in a club talking about, bro, go get the burn, go get the guns, man, go get the gun out the car. Now, first of all, bro, you're Bow Wow. So we know if you're in a club, one, you have security with you that are armed. Two, we know that you're in a club, people that are going into a club are getting patted down. Three, if some niggas wanted to run up on you in the club anyway, you're in VIP. So you're doing all this on the camera. Talking about, oh, it's finna be a war. We finna be a shootout in this bitch. Blah, 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 blah. Where your gun at? His boy like, oh, it's in the car. He's like, go outside, go get the gun. Go get the gun. It's like, bro, you doing all this for TV? That was a lame-ass move, in my opinion. Very lame move. And I don't even know if that was staged or what. It seemed like it could have been staged. You know what I'm saying? But I caught an episode. I think, was it two episodes of that? Yeah, two episodes of that. I probably will not be revisiting that. But the next thing I want to check out is that um, Marriage Boot Camp with Soldier Boy on there. And I think Waka Flocka's on there. That looked like it was like pure niggardry. <laughs> and I know Soldier ain't going to let me down. I know he on there wilding out. So I definitely got to check that out. I'll definitely give you a review on that when I get a chance. This past weekend, I was just like tired, man. Like, I was just tired. I was kind of drained. I've been dealing with a lot of stuff with my grandmother. You know, I told you guys on a previous episode, like two episodes ago, my grandma was in the hospital. 
came out. Um, she ended up escaping from my aunt's house and coming back to her house. Like she was, she ain't supposed to be by herself. But that's a um, a story for a different day, man. My grandma straight G. But I was tired, man, this past weekend. And my boy hit me up on Friday. He's like, hey, man, we're going to have a fellas day. Going to invite you, some people. We're going to go kick it, blase, blase. I'm like, cool, cool. Let me know the details. So long story short, I overslept. I didn't feel like going to the brunch. So I didn't go to brunch and then, um, you know, didn't end up meeting up with them. Uh, so, you know, they had a they fellas day or whatever. And, I, like, later that day I seen a picture. And... Um, one of the guys in the picture I don't rock with, you know, too much. Um, we never had words or anything like that, but it was one of the situations where um, I was in a situation years ago where I was in a club. Um, man, I was living my best life in the club that night, too, man. I was I was straight winning, you hear me? <laughs> uh, I was fly, the honeys was on me. And um, long story short, when the night ended, I was with my boy Chubbs. And we had parked on different different um, ends of the street, so we went our separate ways to go. I was walking to the car, but um, ended up uh, getting into a scuffle with the quote unquote rapper and his bodyguard. And it was like I didn't know what the fuck that shit was about. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm walking across the street to my car, dude snuffs me, and his bodyguard, you know, grabs my arm like they was finna beat my ass on Locust. Man, I. Yanked away from the bodyguard. I took off running, boy. I ran so damn fast to that car. <laughs> but, um, um, yeah. So, fast forward to finding out the situation. Find out that cuz that my own boy know. Um, you know, he, he knew the shit was going to go down before it went down. Now, a little background. I've been around this dude plenty of times. He presented himself to be cool with me. Not the rapper cat, but the cat my homeboy knew that knew about it. Um, he knew because the the rap said, quote-unquote, rapper um, walked up to him and, and pointed me out and said, hey, you know that dude? Or whatever, whatever. And then something, something. And the dude was like, yeah, blah. And they had some strange words. And oh boy that my homeboy knows said, yeah, but I don't vouch for him. Meaning as to, okay, some shit about to go down. Now, mind you, I've been around this dude countless times before that. We were in a wedding together. Uh, we kicked it together, you know, with my boy. Everything seemed cool. Dude presented himself to be cool. You feel me? So when I find that out, I'm like, well, damn, why wouldn't bro tell me, like, yo, you might want to watch out because so-and-so, blah, blah, blah. I don't know what it's about, but X, Y, Z. Because, I mean, if I was in that predicament and a cat walked up on me, that I knew that wanted to get busy with him, I would have been like, blah, 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? Or, yo, hey, bro, you might want to watch your back because, you know, but I ain't in that shit. I would have told both of them that shit. But I don't know how what his ties were, was with the quote-unquote rapper. But, um, and then uh, after the situation, you know, having talks with other people that knew what was going on, they told me it was over like a chick or some shit. Like, it said, like, the quote-unquote said rapper saw me talking to a chick or his chick walked up on me and hugged me. Some bullshit like that. And next thing you know, I guess he was dating a chick or something. He snuffed me. And his bodyguard grabbed me like they was going to beat my ass. So I see my homeboy in the picture with old boy. And I was just thinking, like, well, I'm glad I didn't go out. Because, you know, me and old boy, I don't 
my energy would have been off. I don't, you know what I'm saying? I, I felt some type of way about that shit. You feel me? Um, I'm not sure if you guys have ever been in a situation like that, but in general, I just don't like my energy being off. And I don't like being around people I can't trust. And dude definitely present himself around, you know, a situation where I can't trust you. Like, you allowed some shit to go down that I knew nothing about. You know, I wasn't even in that shit. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it could have got ugly because that was my first time being in anything like that. Like, mind you, I might have been, I don't know, 25 maybe? 24? might have been 25, 24. And when the shit happened, it immediately... Adrenaline going and I'm pissed the fuck off I, I, I ain't gonna bullshit you I went to the car and grabbed the burner bro You know what I'm saying Hopped in a whip to chase these niggas down Because I'm like what in the fuck And then of course you know Something told me hey bro just turn off So I turned off didn't follow them It is what it is Haven't been back to that club since And um Haven't seen you know the quote unquote said rapper since you know, which, I mean, this that shit was years ago. If I see him today, I'm not trying to start no shit. But I'm definitely going to be on my P's and Q's if I do see the cat. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I'm not going to jump off and start no shit. But that situation was kind of like a weird situation to be in. Especially, you know, with me knowing after the fact that old boy knew what the fuck was going down. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't want to be around drinking and all that this past weekend and, and 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 buddies show up and my energy be off or you know i might have questioned them you know what i mean i don't know you know what i'm saying you know you never know when old darnell come out you know my drunk alter ego darnell you never know what what happened when darnell come out but i definitely don't want to put my situation myself in a situation where you know some shit get retarded because it's like man i'm i'm gonna be 31 i ain't got time to be trying to fight nobody or start no fights and no shit like that you know what i'm saying so, I mean, even if I see dude, uh, my homeboy's homeboy, if I see him, man, it is what it is. I ain't, you know, definitely not going to start no shit. But, again, I'm going to be on the P's and Q's. You know what I'm saying? I'm definitely not going to be at ease and at peace, you know what I mean, turning up and all that shit. Crazier part about it, too, was, like, after I got snuffed, that was the night before my grandma's 80th birthday. So, she had a big dinner plan, like a surprise dinner. So, the whole dinner, I'm at the fucking dinner. We at Maggiano's, this Italian spot, with all friends and family. I'm in that bitch with sunglasses on, with some Marc Jacob sunglasses on to cover up my black eye because I just got snuffed, you know, less than, you know, the night before. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in that bitch. My grandma like, well, what happened to y'all? I said, oh, I was out and some guys were dancing and somebody accidentally elbowed me in the face. And she was like, oh, okay. You know, didn't think too much of it and kept it pushing. Had to go to work. Had to make up excuses of what the fuck happened so I could wear some sunglasses in that bitch. You know what I'm saying? People just was nosy as fuck, too, man. (laughs) That was the craziest part. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah, definitely got snuffed. But, you know, it is what it is. It happens to the best of us. I didn't get dropped, though. I didn't get dropped, though. You know, I got up out of there, man. Once I turned, once I got snuffed and seen this, like six five big black motherfucker grabbing my arm, man. I got the fuck up out of there. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm glad I did, man. Shit, if I would have fell on the ground, ain't no telling what what them guys would have did to me, man. I'm 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 five seven, a hundred and forty five pounds soaking wet. <laughs> I'm a little nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? There ain't no ain't no telling what them guys would. That probably would end up in the, in the hospital or some shit, man. <laughs> but you know. Things happen. It is what it is. I'm glad I got up out of that situation. Glad I definitely learned from it. And, 
you know, you move on with life. Definitely can laugh at the situation now because I was pissed, bro. But on another note, my other best friend, man, he's having a, uh, well, he's getting married. You know, he just had his um, engagement party like two weeks ago. It was pretty dope, man. It was pretty, pretty cool. You know, everybody got to turning up and kicking it once the pastors and bishops left. <laughs> up out of there, man. We got the kicking it, and everybody it seemed like everybody loosened up after that. But uh, yeah, we had a good time. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm very um, uh, grateful and um, very happy for my buddy Brian and his girl Olivia. Man, you know, it's a beautiful thing to see them come together and about to do this journey. You know, uh, well, they already been on the journey. They've been together for like five years already. You know, but um, yeah, now you know I'm his best man, so I gotta playing his bachelor party and all that shit, man. It's just like, this would be the third wedding, no, fourth wedding I've been in. And, uh, man, shit ain't cheap, bro. I told him before he proposed when I was helping him pick out the ring, I was like, bro, I don't want to be the best man. It's too much money, bro. <laughs> Not even bullshit, man. I was the best man for my brother's wedding. Had to do his bachelor party. That shit was expensive as hell. We end up, but for that one, we end up renting out a nice little hood spot I found in the hood here in St. Louis, and we threw like a shake joint in there. So we had it set up with a stripper pole, and uh, we had uh, you know little wing dings and you know piggies in a blanket and shit like that, and all the liquor. And mind you, all the liquor was gone. You know, of course, the liquor gets ran out fast, and then we had the little shakers come through, and. Um, Man, I remember, you know, that was my first time dealing with strippers, man. So I had the strippers, paid the strippers, you know, their little entry fee or whatever they, you know, their their whatever the fee is for them to come, and they asking for liquor. So one of them is like, I need some Patron, I need some Patron. I'm like, all right, I get you some Patron. So she drinks some Patron, I poured her up or whatever out the Patron bottle. She wanted some more, but all the Patron was gone. So she got an attitude. And I'm like, hey, I ain't got no more Patron. I don't know what she expected. Like, I wasn't finna leave out. And go get no Patron. Now, mind you, this chick, this was like an extra chick. One of the, one of the strippers that I hired, she had brought her homegirl, which was this girl that was doing all this damn complaining. And then at the end of the night, she uh, was complaining about how she ain't making no money. And I wanted to say, I mean, well, well, shit, you wasn't even like supposed to be here for real. Like we, you know, we hired your homegirl, who's like the popular one. She just brought you along to tag along. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know, man. Like, strippers was crazy. That was my first time dealing with it. But uh, I'm not really a stripper guy myself. I don't really care to go to strip clubs too much or deal with stuff like that. I don't know. It's just never been my thing. I've been, been to a strip club here a couple of times in St. Louis, and they're trash, you know, for the most part. Uh, oh, they got a new one called, called Onyx here, which is good. It looks like they fly them girls in from, like, Miami and Atlanta or something, you know, and set them up real nice so they can get cashed out on and get sent back home. But that bachelor party was good, and now I just got my new Beamer around that time, and um, my brother threw up in the back seat, man. And lucky, luckily, he you know he hadn't ate anything for real because it was pretty much just water. Uh, it was just fluids. Uh, it was a couple of ramen noodles in there. Like I seen some some ramen noodle chunks in there, but it wasn't like that chunky you know soupy throw up that would have been terrible to clean. So that wasn't bad. Uh, which was cool, you know, you're supposed to get him shit-faced, took him home to his wife, as, you know, now his wife, but his fiance at the time, took him home, and she couldn't do nothing but shake his head, had to bring that nigga in the house, bruh, had to put him in the shower, blood, <laughs> he was done for, 
talking about done for. But it was a good time. Now, this one, I don't know what I'm going to do, what we going to plan. I think they want to go to Miami or uh, Vegas. Yeah, but I mean, I've already been to Miami and Vegas. I went to Miami for a bachelor party. Um, my, bu- my boy Darrell, we had a great time. But it was one of them things where like, I think we were there for like four days. And by like the the end of the second, middle of the third, I was like, man, I can go home. Because it was just nothing but like the constant turn up. You know, Ocean Drive is pretty much, once you've been there a day, you've pretty much seen everything you want to see on Ocean Drive. And in the beach. And, of course, we did, you know, the, the Bachelor thing. So we bought booths every night. And, man, it's funny for real because I forget what club we were in, but it was a group of us and uh, one of my big homies named Chev he's a bodybuilder so he's a really big dude you know we walking through the club to the VIP I think I might have been behind Chev or it might have been like the club security in front of me then me then big Chev and then the rest of the group and this girl stops me when we get to the VIP and she's like who are you and I'm like what you mean she's like who are you I mean you got your bodyguards with you are you famous or something (laughs) I was dying laughing. I should have told her I was like fucking El DeBarge's son or some shit. You know what I mean? I should have told her some shit like that. But nah, that was fun. We had a great time there. Um, um, so I don't know. I don't know if I want to go back to Miami for my boys Brian's um, bachelor party or Vegas. Vegas is a good time too. You know, either or we'll figure something out that's really good, man. And, you know, have a good time with him. I'm going to just be real. You know, one of the main things I'm thinking about when it comes to this whole bachelor situation is the finances, boy. Man, I'm trying to get out of debt right now, (laughs) bro. Shit, I got to fucking plan all these bachelor parties and whatever, man. It'd be a good time, man. You know, um, what else going on with me? Oh, I'm starting a new job. Uh, Not a new job. With the same company, just a different position at a different facility uh, here soon. And, um, like, man, you know. It's cool, man. I like to switch things up, man. Change is good, you know. I'm going to miss some people at the spot that I was at, you know, previously. Because, it was, you know, it's like a little family there, man. You get used to seeing the same people. Like, I don't know if you ever tripped off of, you know, how much time we really spend at work. Like, especially if you like me and you're doing overtime and stuff like that, man. you like, you spend more time with people at work than you do in your real family. Some, you know what I mean? It's for the most part. So, yeah, I'm starting that new position, man. Hopefully, it's all good, which I'm sure it'll be, man, because I can adapt to anything um, you know, but they painted out like this facility that I'm going to is like a high school or a prison where niggas just be in there banging and getting into it with each other or whatever, but it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with change. There's nothing wrong with switching things up. Change can be a good thing. And one thing you definitely can't do is live your life, you know, based off what people are telling you. Like some people are telling me this about this facility and the negative you know, aspects that they had, but it's like, man, you know, hey, that might have been the experience you had in the position you were in or what you had going on, you know, so, you know, I'm going into this with an open mind and I'm um, closer to the crib now, so I'm like seven minutes away versus driving like 20 minutes, you know, back and forth, you feel what I'm saying, so, hey, we're going to see what's up with it, Um, I think that's it, man, I think that's going to wrap it up for this episode of the Flop Perspective Podcast, episode number 31, yo, 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 Flop Perspectives. Got to tell you about this dope travel ultimate carry-on bag by Muslim. It's a three-in-one travel backpack. It converts into a shoulder duffel bag. Meaning, you can wear that boy on your back like you're going to school with a backpack with your sack lunch. 
or you can take that boy off and convert it to a shoulder bag like a duffel bag action. I know, right? You can't even wrap your head around it. It also has a padded laptop compartment, which fits your MacBook Pro, etc. A one-sided water bottle pocket and also fit four to five sets of summer clothes, shoes, makeup bag, etc. That's the little travel bag. You got the bigger one, which does the same thing, the same features, but it fits more stuff. Oh, and I almost forgot. They got some dope-ass designs, my G. I got the little autumn backpack and the little forest backpack. Pretty much a match anything I'm wearing. So, get on over to muzzum.com. That's M-U-Z-M-M.com. Check out their great features, and you know what? They're, what they're going to do for the Fly Perspectives today, they're going to give you 20% off of your purchase if the checkout enter code DJSOFLYY. That's DJSOFLYY. Muzzum.com. M U Z M M.com. 20% off. Discount code at checkout. DJSOFLYY.